Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. January is the first month of the year. Welcome to the Fact Off. Welcome to the Fact Off, your weekly battle of facts, y'all. Alex is the host, not a slack off. Mike's got the facts that'll smack y'all. But don't worry, cuz Pat's got your back, y'all. It's the Fact Off. It's the Fact Off. Yeah, it's the Fact Off. Welcome to the Fact Off. I'm your host, Alex, the Fact Machine. With me as always, <laughs> with me as always is Creepy Mike and Sneaky Pat. Hey, how come you're the Fact Machine and I'm Sneaky Pat and he's Creepy Mike? Who came up with these nicknames? Me. <laughs> and the Fact Machine. The Fact Machine's a great nickname. You guys should have thought of it yourself. Yeah, we really did. Not yeah. thinking of it ourselves. <laughs> it's too close to the Facts Machine. Yeah, and that's pretty outdated. Wait, I thought his name is the Fax Machine, and all my jokes are outdated, so it works. <laughs> and he always make noises like beep boop beep boop bop. Yep. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> he seems like a big useless machine to me. <laughs> yeah, that's how people describe me: big and useless. But uh, it's a fact off a weekly podcast where we each bring you a random and skill fact. Did I already say that? I don't know. Ah, who knows? Just... If you didn't, you said it again. I was so worried about getting the fact machine in there because I texted you guys over Christmas that I was gonna. Yeah, that's why we've been working. You've been working on your introduction for like two weeks because you were sick, then Pat was sick, and then you were planning on being sick, but you couldn't come up with a good enough excuse. Yeah. So you said your son had Boy Scouts, and then you couldn't push it two nights in a row. No, you had more excuses than me. I was just sick like last Thursday. Oh no, last Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I was very sick. Yep. And what did you have? Not sick enough to watch TV like all day. I had bitchitis. Exactly. (laughs) Pat always has bitchitis. I was sick and I watched a lot of The White Lotus. I watched both seasons and The Menu and Glass Onion. Any movie or TV show that takes down the rich and the elite, I watched it while I was sick. Really? Yeah. Okay. Garfield. Then why don't you watch the original uh, (laughs) uh, Robin Hood? With the cartoon Fox. I did watch I that. that was... <laughs> I don't think that's the original. I think there's a lot older ones. <laughs> no, that's, that's the, the only one. Yeah. I, I watched, watched that the book. Other... Watched that one the other day. It's just kind of boring. It's because you, you have 2023 sensibilities. You need like everything in your face all the time. That is true. So what do we do here on this fact off? Yeah, so it's been a while. We were on vacation for the holidays. I don't know if we... People celebrate holidays out there. Has it been a month? We were busy. It's been three weeks, I think. Okay. It was supposed to be two, and then your whole thing. But who won the last fact off of the year, Mike? The- yeah, the calculator has been collecting dust, so I had to like blow it off a few times. Um, but after careful consideration and putting in the numbers, I came up with you. You won, Alex. Woo! Uh, oh, I thought looks, you meant you uh, as the looks, listeners. Alex. Uh, and that, my <laughs> so, friends... Yeah, in 2023, the winner is you, the listener. And, and that, my friends, is why I'm called the fact machine, because I always win. So does that count as uh, a win for 2023 or a win for 2022? 2022. I closed okay. the books. I'd like to think I won the most. I won on, like, a tear of the second half of the year. You really did. Yeah. Yeah. If you go to the uh, Smithsonian Museum and the very last p- 
page of 2022 and their historical memoir is Alex's fact. Yep. Which was, do you even remember it? I don't remember. It was about the mistletoe. Oh, that's right. That's a cute one. Yep. People love toes. It's true. And as the winner, you do what? I get to give a victory fact. And my fact is, did you know that Pennsylvania is known as the Keystone State? <laughs> I did know that. Yep. I, I just found that out earlier. Uh, yeah, as a uh, conversation before the show. You know what? The Keystone? Yes, I do. Mike? Because uh, somebody found a stone that looked like a key. You got it, folks. Close. Very close. No, the, if, you, the arch, if you look at an arch, the very middle stone is called the keystone. Yeah. It holds yeah. the whole arch and together. In Pennsylvania, it was the middle of the 13 colonies. Held it all together. Yep. Oh, I was going to say, it does, it's not shaped like a keystone at all. So that's why I was trying to like rack my head around like why it would be called that. Nope, that's why. Okay. Yeah. All right. I wish I wasn't showing off all my... Uh grade school bike license plates that had my Keystone license on. I was at Trivia the other night, and one guy like lived in Missouri for a little bit, and the other one was from like Indiana. And he was talking about, did you have to learn like your state history when you were in school and all? And they're like, I, like the guy from, he's like, I lived in St. Louis. We had to learn about St. Louis having the first Olympics outside of Greece or something like that. And then the other guy was talking about Indiana. I was like, well, I learned a lot about Philadelphia. But it's all this general American Revolution history. Yeah. <laughs> like it's... it's what everyone knows. Everyone knows our history. There's no secrets. There is no secret Pennsylvania history to be uncovered. Oh, I bet there is a lot of secret Pennsylvania history. They don't want you to know. That's true. Yeah. It's up to Nicholas Cage bell, to figure it out. What the bell out. is really made out of. Yeah. But Love. Speaking of which, it's time for the first of the years. Pat's fact, 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 tacular. Fact, 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 tacular. Fact, fact, wait, fact, 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 tacular. Did, did, I thought this was canceled. <laughs> wait, I, I got thought canceled? it couldn't but be. I, I thought really it couldn't offensive? keep going. My, yeah. These facts are so offensive, they get canceled. <laughs> yeah, I've been sitting on pins and needles hoping you got another calendar. I didn't know if you got, you got a fact calendar. I, this is a an exclusive news alert, did not get a new fact calendar. What wow. the? I know. There's no fans for this show at all. Anymore. Not one person bought me <laughs> a fat calendar. Not my wife. Not my brother. Not my brother's uh, podcast friend. To be fair, we were expecting one person to buy it for you. <laughs> Who bought it for you last year? She doesn't listen to this anymore. But here's the good news. I only ever say five facts. There are seven days in a week. So there are a lot of weekend facts plus weeks we were off. So these facts are from all over. The first one's from October. These are at, now. If I didn't say the fact, that means they're real duds. So mm-hmm. for the next few weeks, we are on borrowed fact calendar time. We probably have like another few months. Who's gonna resuscitate us? Uh, I don't know. Um, when's your birthday, Pat? Like who can who could possibly save it's us? It's in like, August. Like, we need to come up get a PO box number so a fan could like send us a fact calendar. Do you oh, think if uh, my wife's birthday's in March, do you think if I buy her a fat calendar? <laughs> yeah. Your niece's birthday's coming up. Yeah, That's get true. her a fat calendar and then say, can I borrow it for a while? Can I misplace this and take it? Oh, I accidentally took it home with me from Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Sorry, kid. But speaking of the fact calendar, in case this is your first time listening, long-time listeners, first-time factors, 
I'm going to give you five random facts from my fat calendar, and Mike and Alex are going to tell me why they're terrible. Thanks for clarifying that, because I think a lot of people at home are probably, like, very confused. Yeah, they're confused as to why someone has turned on this podcast and won't let them just watch TV. (laughs) All right, first random fact. Elvis was originally blonde. He started coloring his hair black for an edgier look. Did it work out for him? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) It did. He must have had to keep, like, dyeing it, like, quite often. I worked with somebody who was blonde, like a girl, and she dyed her black. And you would just constantly see, like, the the roots coming back, and she'd have to dye it, like, all the time. Well, if you want to be rich and famous, you gotta gotta keep up with it. But that's the first girl I ever met that went from blonde to dark hair. I've never seen that. Usually it's the other way around. I don't know. I'll have to ask. Teach the... Who are going to ask? I'll ask all the girls at school. Hey, why... Please don't. Yeah. <laughs> You're bothering us, Mr. Baloney. <laughs> all right. Uh, second random fact. You're born with just one pint of blood, but by the time you're an adult, you have four to five quarts. Really? Only one pint? One pint. I could chug a baby's blood. Yes. How much baby's <laughs> blood can you drink? This is that I podcast. I, I, I wasn't imagining that a baby had four quarts of blood at, at birth. That would be pretty pretty crazy. Do you, like, does it just have to do with how big you are? How much blood you have? So like, yeah, that's that's a good question. Does, like, Shaq have the same <laughs> same amount of b- blood as, like, uh, a baby? A <laughs> well, not a baby. We Sorry, a little person. I, I <laughs> correct, correct me. Or you, you just said us. <laughs> we <laughs> or are, us. We are also not seven feet tall. In comparison, we are little people to Shaq. So speak for yourself. I'm yeah, going. This next fact, I'm so excited. I thought it was really stupid, but I know exactly how Alex is going to respond to this fact. With a, I'm not even going to say. So, random fact three. Gatorade was named after the University of Florida Gators. Naturally, we called it so Gatorade. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Uh, Mike, do you remember that you commercial? Ever... <laughs> no, I don't, but I'm curious if uh, that university still retains the rights to the drink. I'm sure they do, or got paid out a lot of money. Is that the f- is that the first drink that's sold by a college thing? <laughs> like... Yeah, you had uh, Duquesne... You know, they had their uh, <laughs> Duquesne juice. It didn't really take off. No. Uh, no thanks. Duquesne-a-raid? Duquesne-a-raid's yep. a cool name. Duquesne-a-raid does work. Naturally, yeah. we call it ourselves Gatorade. Have you ever, you don't remember that commercial from back in the day? No. It was some I, guy from Florida. I didn't Florida. watch TV. I wasn't a big, we weren't a big TV family like you guys were. What about yeah, a But it was also fan. like on doing sports. <laughs> we didn't have cable ever. Yeah, no. Mike doesn't know what sports are. Yeah, what, what's up. a sport? <laughs> yeah. You're going to like my fact today, Mike. Okay. Random fact number four. The famous line in Titanic from Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what it is? Fuck you, Iceberg. Never let me go, Jack. <laughs> I'm Why would he say that to himself? <laughs> <laughs> Never let me go, Jack. <laughs> I just, I just uh, realized just, when I said it, you know. That's the scene when he's touching himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's looking in the mirror. <laughs> So anyway, the famous line, I'm the king of the world, or I'm king of the world, is improvised. You made it up. Really? Yeah. Is it Cameron wanted him to say, I'm king of the ocean? Yep. <laughs> He's like, one day, 
We're gonna be on a full planet of water, and we'll find the way. Alright, finally. Millie the White House dog earned more than four times as much as President Bush in 1991. And yet, still underpaid. Yep. Presidents get paid a lot less than their dog counterparts. We should Which fight that. Which president was it that the dogs were like biting like the security guards and that sort of thing? Wasn't that was that Trump's Biden? dogs or was that Biden's dogs? I think, I think it's Biden's dogs. Trump dog. didn't have dogs. Oh, he, yeah, he, he, he's not responsible enough probably yeah. to care for a dog. Um, yeah, I, I did find it, it funny. Dog. I remember Biden broke his ankle or sprained his ankle once, and uh, I guess in his uh, um, excuse, he said that he was taking a shower, and then he got out real quick to chase his dog down the hallway to pull his tail. <laughs> that sounds like an old man would do. I know. I'm like, I don't know. Like, that's not a fun thing to tease a dog with, but okay. What are you talking yeah, about? How many times it? You never you know. When you get out of the tail. shower, you know, you're about, you're reaching for a towel, and then you see your dog, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to grab his tail. Get back here. <laughs> uh, what a silly thing. Give me thing. more of your fact calendars. That's five. Yeah. Those were the five facts. The best one? It was one? good. What's funny is these were actually good. These, I think you need to find a new person to evaluate these facts. It's yeah. me. I got to... Guys, this is my last episode. <laughs> I can't believe you held on to the Gate of Aid one. I know. I saw it, and I was like, it's still, it's kind of, like, obvious, right? Is that a... <laughs> Let us know if you remember that commercial. Hit us up on the Fact Off Pod, Twitter, or Facebook. Yeah, or who remembers that email, one? Email, email to Fact Off. Mike will respond to you. Do we have an email? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, iHeartMike fact- at thefactoff.com. <laughs> no, thefactoffpodcast at gmail.com. Ooh, we should get fan mail. We should get it. Where do we go get it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but that's the end of Pat's Factacular. You know what that means? Great, that host. Is, <laughs> Great hosting. Since I won, I get to pick the order of, that we give our facts, and I'm going to start. Ooh, usually I like to go last. Who, me? I always like going first. I like to get in and out as fast as possible. A lot of people don't notice when I do my, after I'm done my fact, I just have a tape recorder set up of me saying random things. Like it's spaced out, so that The year I me. was born. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, I know that. It's like Home Alone. Yep. Yep. Um, so, did you guys make any New Year's resolutions this year? <laughs> I know Mike did. <laughs> no, I, I don't mess with that. So my fact is actually short this week. Why do we do New Year's resolutions? That was one of his New Year's resolutions. Yep. Bring in shorter facts. Yep. Uh, Look up more facts that I like. Um, So why do we do these? Sticking with Alex's tradition, he chose a fact around a date. Damn right. (laughs) As usual. We were supposed to record last week, so it would have been closer to the New Year. I thought about switching it, and then it was like, I don't want to look up more stuff. You could have looked up my the new- Feast of Little Christmas, Martin Luther King Day. My New Year, yeah. I think I think Martin Luther King Day is pretty pretty self-explanatory. I feel like we know. You people know people know facts about Martin Luther King. Yeah, well, I actually had a really good fact to bring in for that, but I'm like, it's a little bit funny, and I don't know if I want to, br- you know, bring in like a funny fact around that. So, only one yeah. way to find out. But not today. My fact starts 
at the same time that Martin Luther King Day first started. With the Babylonians, 2000 <laughs> BC. Um, so the Babylonians had a end of the year celebration, a kuta, but this actually happened in the spring. It was a 12 day celebration, and the big thing was about like it was about farming and more like that during the springtime. They crowned the king or they reaffirmed their allegiance to the old king. And then they would return borrow farm equipments. Uh, kind of as like a good gesture going forward. Yeah, like bring back my John Deere. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, everyone has that I neighbor. <laughs> so we smash cut to the Romans. Everybody's the mermaids? Favorite. The Romans. <laughs> okay. Right and after the, the mermaids. The mermaids. The mermaids are next, Mike. So the Romans moved the first uh, of the year to January 1st. Why? And, what? Why? Um, they set up more with like a lunar calendar. Um, they would... Uh, you love the moon. That's true. <laughs> uh, a lot of so, stuff is based on the moon. <laughs> January is named after the god Janus. It's a two-faced god for like Beginning and ends. It's like a peaceful God. So they think that at the end of the year, you have like your, you have your harvest season. And then you have this big holiday season. And then there's like nothing in January and February. Tell it's too cold it. to do stuff and all. So this was a time to set, make sacrifices or pledges. And make up BS holidays like, uh, yeah. um, Valentine's Day and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, ruin my the, fact. Uh, so and then, so it was like a leisure time for farmers. So it was a time to reflect and give thanks to Janice to hopefully have a good future because there's also like the God of new beginnings. So that's kind of where that started. The, you know, you would make a resolution like, I'm going to be better this year. Oh, so that's where it started. And it it kind of goes on and then you get to the uh, medieval times, 1300s. Not a smash had, cut? No, nah, no, it was a slow cut. Okay, slow cut. a little fade in, fade out. Yes, it was a star wipe. <laughs> uh, the more you know. You had knights at the time that on New Year's, um, around New Year's, they would take the peacock bell. So there was a famous like French story um that translates it to like the vowel of the peacock. I'm not gonna try the French. No, no, yeah. don't uh, French for us. No, no, no. Stay, stay, steer clear, sir. So, like, they would have a big feast, and the knights afterward, like, knights afterwards, will reconfirm their vows, this chivalry and honorable, and being better people in the new, uh, in the future, in the for this year, and they would put like their hand on the peacock, and then they would eventually kill the peacock and then serve it to all the people present. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but they would do this every year. Um, Poor peacock. And then, the, then you kind of had it became more of like a religious ceremony with the Protestants like the early 1900s that you were, we kind of renew your faith in God and renew your spiritual. Is, is that why a lot of fasting happens at the New Year? Yeah, there's a lot of it's supposed to Really, I found out like it's supposed to be you're bettering yourself, not as like a, I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to give up soda 
or I'm going to look up facts earlier than the day before on my podcast. <laughs> it was more about thus bettering yourself spiritually, bettering yourself as a you, a person, being more honorable, and that's going into the new year trying to be just a better person. That's what it should be. It should just be doing that. Like, uh, don't don't make promises you can't keep. Like, yeah, oh, like being I'll never have person. ice cream again. Yep. Don't make don't write checks that your ass can't cash. That's a big one. That's a it's not one of the commandments. Yeah, <laughs> but that's really and then it's kind of slowly changed over time to what we have now. Where it's like I want to lose weight and all. It's more about like changing your personality. To now lose it's weight. More, yeah. Um, well, that's it. Really, it about your New Year's resolutions. Uh, the first time it was the words New Year's resolution was used was in 1813 in a Boston newspaper. Oh, nice. Who um, wrote it? What did they say? They said, "Hey, these are my New Year's resolution. I'm gonna lose weight. I'm not gonna be on my phone <laughs> as more as much." Yeah, in the 1800s, uh, their old uh, farm-powered phone. Yep. And the name of my fact is my new fact resolution. Nice. My goal this year is to put the word fact in all my facts. Nice. <laughs> and uh, Mike, you can go next. All right. Let's do this, guys. Got to get you pumped up again. Um, <sighs> we, all, we all saw Avatar over the holidays. We did, yes. Right? I, I lived it. Yeah. Let me just say I, I, I see you. Thank you again. This is the second time we brought up Avatar on this podcast, I think. Um, but yeah, it, it was like a really beautiful movie, and it kind of was like a environmentalist movie, like masquerading as an action movie. I kind of, I kind of like that idea, though. Like, it, yep. it's kind of like giving people, like, um, you know, like uh, sort of not forcing them into like looking at things in a different way, but it like kind of helps people look at things in a different way. I felt the same thing with Baby Geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> It helped you look at babies in a different way. <laughs> yeah, what if babies were geniuses? Yeah, well, he, he saw how good that. they can fight, and he was like, "Well, I won't feel bad about it next time I get into a fight with a baby because they know how to do karate." <laughs> I, I don't remember anything from Baby Geniuses at all. It's like one of the best movies of all time. It's like number five in the box office. It, it's yeah. a, it's huge. Um, but do you guys are. I, obviously, you guys remember this creature from that new Avatar movie, the Toolkin. Oh yeah, I best, remember best the, the creature of the Black Lagoon. No, yeah, the Toolkins were like they were whales. The whales. Let's yeah, just the let's whale. just say they're whales because <laughs> they were alien whales and they look like whales and pretty much they did act whale like things. Whales. Yeah, if it looks like a whale and talks like a whale, <laughs> boy, is it a whale! Yeah. And in this movie, I, I guess slight spoilers. So if you guys haven't watched it yet, a lot of people have. Then you could fast forward thirty seconds, twenty seconds, whatever. Um, Four but hours. yeah, they would capture these toolkins, which we're going to call them space whales, and they would drill into their brains to pull out a liquid Goo. that was like kept people, uh, I guess, youthful. Yep, immortal. Right? Didn't they say? Yeah, like yeah. So they aging, would just like yeah. waste the whole carcass of the whale, the whale sink it to the bottom and just take out this uh, ju- this juice or like liquid. Not even and a lot of juice. It was very little it was amount like of juice. A, uh, what, do you, what would you say? Like a quart? <laughs> a, yeah, baby's, what a, a baby's blood worth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, I, I was like thinking about that, and I'm like, we we kind of do this. We kind of did this with the whales on Earth. Yeah, I thought about it like with sharks. You ever see they cut off the shark fins and then they just yep. they don't even kill the sharks. They just cut off their fins and let them die. They just throw them yeah. back in. Yeah. So in my research, I found out that sperm oil was actually used in car transmissions up until the years 1972. Sperm oil? Yes, sperm oil. <laughs> yeah, they call it sperm like like uh, if you. I- the bottle would even say sperm oil on it. It's 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 not there's whale oil and then there's sperm oil. And sperm Man. oil is actually not even an oil, it's a creamy um, white substance. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually it's a uh yellowish substance that's actually a liquid wax. Um or they call it a spermageti. <laughs> Spermgetti, I think. Let me Can look. Stop with this, all this. I don't. Talk. I don't like that word. <laughs> Spermgetti. You don't like that word, spermgetti? No. Spermaceti. Sorry, spermaceti. Uh, okay, oh. I'm back on board. Spermgetti. Yeah, back on board. So <laughs> when we were here, we're really family. <laughs> <laughs> no, spermaceti. So that's it's that's basically just like a liquid wax, and and so they they used it in car transmissions and like little. Like these are for a lot of things. Like it was good for like watch, like watches, like the fine motors in there. Um, these are for like sewing machines back in the day. It kept like the parts from like rusting and like just kept everything moving. Um, and it was a lot better than like the other options that were available. Um, also had a very low freezing temperature, so they use it in sp- like a space like technology they sent to space. Um, okay. So it, it it was quite useful, um, but when they moved away from it in 1972 because of the Endangered Species Act, um, I was like looking up like articles about it. I found an old Time, uh, New York Times article, and they were talking about how all these GM vehicles were breaking down because they had to switch from sperm oil to like a a normal oil. That's so water. We should be making more sperm oil. No, I mean they they've perfected the process now of like making artificial oils and that sort of thing. But at the time, there wasn't a lot of good alternatives. What, what time is this? Do you have years? Yeah, 2019. 1972. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's not even that long ago. How many yeah, sperm that's, whales that's are there a, that they could keep killing so many? Like, aren't they? I don't know. Like, they they're huge, and they said they were using over <laughs> thirty <laughs> million huge. pounds, thirty million pounds a year. Damn. Of sperm oil. How many to, pounds do you get from one sperm whale? It, a well, half. It's not a lot because uh, much like the Avatar movie, basically they would pull up next to these sperm whales, kill them, and then slice off the top of their head. And they would buck, get buckets and d- pull out uh, what they needed out of, the, out of the top of the head. And it was called, um, I believe it was the parts that, um, cause the vocalization for the whales, so like the how they vocalize I, and like, cries for help. <laughs> so they can't cry for help at all. Yeah, um, it was. Uh, I'm trying to see where I put it in my notes somewhere. Um, the thing of nightmares. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, the spermaceti organ and the junk. 
<laughs> so I'm serious. That's what they the called jungle. it. Or or melon. Um, and it was the organs <laughs> that focus and modulate the animal's vocalizations. So, um, yeah, they would basically take that and process it, and you would get uh, this waxy substance. Also, it was very uh, popular in lamps, like before um, fuel was in, was come across. Now, like before they started using kerosene. I know I'm the resident vegan of the pod. Yeah. But it's always your facts that make me realize how terrible human beings are. Yeah, it's cr- it's crazy to think that we were doing this t- uh, to recent memory. Like, I was probably... We probably rode in a car at some point in our lives that r- that ran on oh, like, that, yeah. this, this sperm oil. 100%. Like, because uh, I'm quite certain my parents probably had a car that was... From the seventies, at some point, you should ask your dad how much sperm he had in his car. <laughs> well, I was born in eighty six, so most most certainly, um, my parents had a car from the seventies. Nice, full of sperm. No, it did transmission. So, um, <laughs> it kept the trans, not the whole thing. My, no, was, Mike has to clarify: his parents' full. car was not full of sperm. <laughs> I had a just, nickel for every time Mike had to clarify tra- that for tra- me. Just the transmission. They couldn't roll down the windows or else it would fall out. No. And, and I promised uh, my my wife that I would not uh, make a lot of sperm jokes or like make it like silly. Um, so I tried to I tried to keep a straight face on this one. We've been very like... I know. She's like, you guys are just going to turn it into like joke after jerk about sperm. <laughs> jerk after, after jerk. jerk. What kind of circle hey. podcast is this? I'm out uh, on the podcast if that's for the future. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Well, anyways, my fact is called sperm oil. I would have went with sperm getty, but this is me. <laughs> sperm getty. That's when you stop talking. <laughs> Alright, fine. Alright. My fact is spermaceti. Nope, too late. Is already Alex has a right? vomit bucket for when Mike starts talking about sperm getty. <laughs> sperm getty. <laughs> This is Spermagid. All right. Is it my turn? No, that's the podcast, folks. Oh, now you can go. All right. Thank you. Please. You've People heard your sad hear. facts about whales being me- <laughs> I have a fun mutilated. fact. None of my facts are about animal cruelty. How did we leave Thank that you. to Mike? Um, Actually, last, last my last fact was about animal cruelty. A lot of your facts are about animal cruelty. It just makes me like hate human beings <laughs> so much. <laughs> I think you should be vegan. Just make the jump. Do it. You're so close. Yeah, Mike, you... As soon as Mike goes vegan, Firehouse Subs is bringing back the pork and slaw sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Do, I, do it I, for that. Okja only, almost convinced me. Okja did. And that was, I was close on that one. Osha, the uh, employment co- like, <laughs> no, the labor department? Okja. O-K-J-A. Check it out. It's on Netflix. Uh, with the fake animal? Yeah, that one scene is really tough to watch. Yeah. No anyway. Spoilers. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, the golden Get age back. of piracy. Ooh, yeah, a little swashbuckling tale to start the year. Is this like burning like DVDs or like pirates on a boat? Yes, or... this is about Napster and Kazaa and LimeWire. No, I'm talking about the golden age of piracy from the 1650s to the 1730s. Ooh, Our that's fact, what Mike fact. Was, that's yeah. when Mike was alive. So mm-hmm. my fact, there are so many. The good thing about pirates is that they're never lost for tall tales or, you know, things about them. So this is a very specific tale um, that I'm going to tell. 
there was actually so much more I could go into about this person's life. It's just I, at it, a certain point I was like, "This is I'm going to put you a bow on it." You scared? Yeah, he's you he's going to read the script of the curse of the black black pearl right now. <laughs> yes. So uh, this Captain guy, Jack he kind of looks like Keith Richards. <laughs> steps off the ship. Yeah. He's approached by two other people. Our fact begins in Barbados in 1688 with the birth of Steed Bonnet. In yeah, what? Six- I, say, <laughs> what? I know they're gonna, Yeah. They were going to say Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. He's very old. In, si- in 1694, a young man named Steed, Steed Bonnet inherited his family estate in Barbados. Bonnet lived a life of luxury on his family's 400 acres. In 1709, Bonnet would marry Mary Alambi. And together they would have three sons and a daughter. Carved a nice little life out for himself. Um, Bonnet would hold a rank of major in Barbados militia, but the rank was probably due to his land holdings. He wasn't very he wasn't a military man. He was just some guy some born in the life of luxury, didn't really have to work too hard for anything. Yeah, a lot of times back then, uh like rankings in the military was based off of like how rich your parents were and your your standing in society there was also i read um there was a thing about like you know because they had slaves and stuff like just keeping your slaves from revolting or running away was like very much admired by like the crown so they would they're like if you could do that then they would reward you with stuff like a rank in the military uh i noticed one guy he got his own auto like insurance company called the he's the general yes no, he he's one eight hundred the general. His first name is one. His middle name is eight hundred. His last <laughs> name is the general. So this his is last what name's is now. <laughs> his best friend is Shaq. <laughs> now this is considered one of the craziest midlife crises of all time. It started at the age of twenty nine. Now, Mike, I'm assuming it sounds like you know who I'm talking about. So. <laughs> Midnight crises it, at the age of twenty nine. I guess I he only lived till sixty back then. So I um, that, that is midlife. Where I got it from, they just said midlife crisis, and then I put the. I was like, I'm gonna figure out how old he was, and I was like, he's twenty nine. I was like, oh man, I'm way past midlife. And you probably had two by now. Um. So at the age of twenty nine, he was like, you know what? I'm becoming a pirate. He just stood up at the kitchen table. <laughs> In front of his That's kids. That's it. I'm going to pirate school. <laughs> I don't think any of us saw that coming. Um, now, some historians. I, I just like, imagine his kids were like uh, the kids, Ricky Bobby's kids, and like yelling about Mountain Dew and <laughs> spider monkeys and all that stuff. Like, yeah. Uh, some, some historians say it was due to his wife, his nagging wife, that he got up and left. Wait, is that, is that uh, part of the fact? That's part of the well. This is so I gave other what other people think as well. So, but that's like the the Consensus. the popular theory is that he had a nagging wife and he got yeah. up and left. They However, all say nagging wives lead to piracy. I, it doesn't rhyme, or you should say <laughs> nagging wives lead to pirate lives. But <laughs> there you go. I'm, hey, that's why the you episode? make the slogans, and I just uh, don't. Yeah, that's why you make the slogans, and Mike just don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I'm, and that's my fact. I'm just gonna leave it there. Um, however, other researchers think he was in financial trouble, and uh, some credited that he lost his son two years prior. His oldest that's son. That's probably it. But he has Unfor- three sons. He had yes, and he lost one of them. The, Still, his favorite. Hits you, I guess. Hits you hard, yeah, you know? <laughs> Mike, he's got more. Mike, you got another one right there. 
I just assume people in the back and back days, back olden days, if they lost one kid, they had like you know five, six more, you know. Yeah, it was sort of like how they did things. Unfortunately for Bonnet, though, he had no knowledge of what it was like to actually be on a boat. He had a 60-ton ship with 10 guns built and named it the Revenge. Ooh. He enlisted a crew of more than 70 men. Since he knew nothing about being a captain, he relied on his quartermaster and officer for their knowledge, leading to him not being very well respected by his crew. Yeah. Bonnet would travel up and down the Atlantic coast, plundering a number of ships. In September of 1717, Bonnet set course for Nassau, the infamous pirate den of the uh, on the island of New Providence in the Bahamas. Ooh. I know. So there's like, I was getting it like in the weeds about the Nassau and like the people, like the pirates that founded that. Um, that's where the, uh, the black flag with the skull and crossbones come from. Mm-hmm. They created the Republic of Pirates. It was like a pretty solid system they had set up. The Republic of Pirates sounds very yeah. uh, official. On his uh, way to Nassau, he encountered a Spanish man of war ship. They fought and it left Bonnet very badly wounded and half of his crew dead or injured. That's not good. Yep. So now he's in Nassau. He had to rebuild his ship and get a new crew. And it was in Nassau that Bonnet would meet Captain Benjamin Hornigold. He was one of the pirates that founded the Republic of Pirates. And his second-in-command, Edward Teach. Have you ever heard of Edward Teach? Nobody had the big reach. (laughs) He did. Well, you'll find out how big his reach was. Unable to captain the Revenge anymore, Bonnet would cede command of the Revenge to Teach. And together they would plunder ship after ship as they sailed to Delaware Bay. Ooh. Yep. On November 17th, the Revenge would attack a 200-ton ship named the Concord. And the Concord would surrender, and Teach would assume control. And Teach would rename the Concord to the Queen Anne's Revenge. Ooh. Ever heard of it? No. You never heard of the Queen Anne's Revenge? Famous pirate same, ship? the same pirate ship you talked about last couple no couple episodes that ago. was a ghost ship uh what was that yeah, one that queen was like mary? a cruise ship that's the, uh, queen, yeah, mary. the queen mary <laughs> no queen and revenge that is the pirate ship of blackbeard Ooh. plot twist edward teach was blackbeard all along oh nice i know and i wanted for dramatic effect to not use his name his nickname uh bonnet and blackbeard would separate it, sometime it, later it <laughs> worked <laughs> yeah mike just shut himself <laughs> Um, they would cross paths a few times in the future and there was a lot more to both their stories like there's betrayal and stuff but it's essentially uh, this fact is about a midlife crisis that led to one of the most infamous pirates of all time Blackbeard claiming the Queen Anne's revenge by taking over uh, Steed Bonnet's ship and Steed Bonnet is forever known as the Gentleman Pirate so Steve Bonnet yes. kind of reminds me of that character from Our Flag Means Death, if you haven't got a chance to watch it yet on HBO, but it's like a a mockumentary He's, of, or like kind of like a joke comedy show about pirates. Does he remind you of him? Because he's based on him. That's who the character is based off of. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, and, right. and Blackbeard, they run. They meet Blackbeard's very uh, major I've, I've only the watched show. the first two episodes. Episodes of that show, so I didn't really realize that. Well, I know they, um, I don't know, you're gonna watch more of it because I, I heard a spoiler. Oh, yeah. that, it's yeah, great. Well, then I, I won't spoil it. Um, but Blackbeard plays a major role in the show as well, and it's pretty much 
a dramatic retelling with a lot taking a lot of liberties about his relationship with Blackbeard. So that that makes the show even better that it's based on like a real character. Yeah, it's like a real person. He just like up left his family one day, became a terrible pirate, but in his like journey met the pirate and like helped him on his journey to become like the most dastardly pirate of all time. What's the name of your fact? The Gentleman Pirate? The Gentleman Pirate. I thought you uh, caught it right at the beginning. I thought you knew what I was talking about. But yeah, it is what that show is based on. I was reading it. I did the exact same thing. I'm reading about this guy. I'm like, this sounds exactly like that show. <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, it's based on that guy. Well, there you have it, folks. So three facts for the, today are my new fact resolution, uh, Spermageddy, and the Gentleman Pirate. Yeah, fact. From SETI. <laughs> no, it's spelled Getty. It's spelled, I don't know. S P E R M G H E T T I. Gross. Uh, so there you have it. You can go to factoffpodcast.com to vote for which one you think is the best. There's a link in the show notes. You can just click on that. It says vote, and it will take you right to the voting page. Uh, rate and review us on Apple and Spotify. Uh, check no, us nobody out. listens to that advice. We haven't gotten any reviews in a while, so I think people Does need to listen? stop, like just sitting on their hands while they're listening to this part of the show. Open up an app. It just takes like two seconds. Honestly, only if you only if you like the podcast. No, uh, if you don't like the podcast, leave us a five star review and just shit on us in the comments. Yeah, Mike will beat him, and then he will text me about him. Yes, uh, like and follow us on all the socials, Twitter. Facebook, Instagram. Mike is uh, going to be posting more on those. This year. I love that's the wind his, down of this podcast of you. That's his New Year's resolution. It's so, it seems so painful for you to like uh, give that this. He's just searching his memory for social media. Yeah, what I need to say. Instagram, and Facebook, I don't know, Twitter. And most importantly, have a great day.